another big thing we're going to talk about today specifically as far as that you know things going on in san antonio is the 134 million dollar property tax relief so we'll get into that in a little bit This is the Life in San Antonio, Texas podcast, and we go over anything and everything related to San Antonio, national real estate news, and how it affects the San Antonio real estate market as well. Stay up to date about anything and everything you need to know about San Antonio right here. Howdy, everybody. My name is Michael McCall, and this is the Life in San Antonio, Texas podcast. Uh, so this is the very first podcast that we're doing on this show, and uh, it's going to be kind of special. It's going to be different than all the other videos that we do on this channel. I mean, this is going to be kind of a raw, uncut version of just me kind of talking about some different things. We're going to get into every week. Uh, this is going to be a weekly show, uh, the national real estate market. You're talking about interest rates, talking about where the health of the market is and kind of all the news that's going on with that, and then also how it kind of correlates to the San Antonio real estate market. Um, and then we'll also get into a lot of the San Antonio real estate statistics as well as talk about some of the different things that are going on in San Antonio and some of the big news surrounding San Antonio and everything you need to know about San Antonio, like we always talk about on the show. Uh, another big thing we're going to talk about today specifically as far as that you know things going on in San Antonio is the $134 million property tax relief. So we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but just to kind of give you a little bit of a rundown on this show. So like I said, weekly real estate news topics. I mean, the, the biggest thing for me is that I'm a very analytical guy. I have an engineering background from Texas A&M. And so as you may have noticed in this channel, if you've been watching for a while, is that I try to get into a lot of the numbers. I try to get into the specific data to kind of help you make informed decisions instead of just giving you, you know, all these different opinions that I have on things uh, like a lot of people do. Um, we talk about, you know, all the different areas of San Antonio. So you kind of know where you need to look into when you're looking at moving here, um, or if you're just looking at some more info on San Antonio in general. Maybe you live here already. I don't know. But uh, the, uh, the biggest thing is that I wanted a place where we could talk every single week about the data that is coming into the real estate market specifically and San Antonio specifically so that it's not something that we have to take away from the other content on this channel. We can still do more videos on all these different areas in San Antonio, all these new things in San Antonio that are coming and going, you know, as far as like new developments, new neighborhoods, new, you know, suburb news. I mean, different, different things that are going on with the, you know, the Bernies, the Seguins, the new Braunfels of the world. I mean, all of those different things. Uh, so this video specifically and this podcast specifically uh, is going to be all about that. Um, so every week we're going to post this. This one's going to be posted on Saturday. Moving on forward, we're going to post it in early on in the week uh, on Wednesdays. So mark your calendars and look for that. Um, we'll have this out every single Wednesday uh, evening so that you guys can kind of watch it and kind of keep up to date every single week on what is going on in San Antonio and as well as the national real estate market too. Uh, so let's get right into it. So the first thing... Let's see here. All right. First thing we're going to get into is the national real estate market. So overall, we've been pretty stable, right? I mean, it's it's ever since last summer, I mean, things have been kind of all over the place as far as interest rates go. I mean, not really, you know, any certainty as far as where things are going to end up from one week or another. Very volatile. Um, over the last, you know, two, three weeks, we've been pretty stable. Not in a good way. I mean, we're in the high sixes. Uh, we were at six, you know, over 7% back at the end of May. This week, we peaked over 7% again. Actually, today, we are at 7.02% on the national real estate or national mortgage interest rate, um, which is up about a tenth of a percent over the week. Um, everything was kind of around 6.9 throughout the week. And now here to close out the week, we're at 7.02%. So again, you know, this is kind of, you know, there's not really any certainty as far as where everything goes with all this, but 
some good news coming out of this week uh, in, in, in light of us being up over 7% for the third time in the last year or so uh, is that we are looking at a third week in a row of increases in mortgage applications. So what that means is that buyer demand is kind of starting to go up a little bit more. Everybody in the spring was thinking that the spring market was very slow, was that it ended quickly. Um, we had a peak in inventory, which normally, you know, starting around that April timeframe, we kind of go up in inventory and then, you know, it keeps going up all the way through the summer and then it starts coming down as the summer starts to wind down. Well, this year was not the case. You know, we went up a couple weeks, very minimally, and this is on a national level went up very minimally over a couple of weeks and it started going back down again. So everybody was kind of just curious and not really sure what to make of all of this. And, and it's, this is uncharted territory. I mean, the last two years were just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, price growth, the insane amount of demand that we had for people out there buying with two and a half to 3% interest rates. I mean, it, it was, it was just mayhem, right? And creating a market like this is something that we've never had before. So we didn't really know what was going to happen when these interest rates went up the way they did. And they needed to go up like this to kind of curb that, you know, that price growth. We could not sustain that any longer than we did. And it already kind of got out of hand really uh, with where it is right now because affordability is at an all-time low uh, just with the way prices are in homes. So uh, looking at that, you know, right now, like I said, the mortgage applications having increased over three weeks is actually a really good sign. That means that mortgage demand is increasing and that buyer demand is potentially increasing as well. So maybe this is kind of the start of things to go uh, through with the rest of the summer. Maybe this was just a delayed spring market. And it's just going to start a little bit later. Uh, the biggest thing for me that I'm going to be looking at as far as a measure of how uh, you know, the overall real estate market is going to persist with this is going to be towards the, you know, beginning of fall, August, September timeframe, once the end of summer is coming near. That's usually when we have a slowdown, especially here in San Antonio. But, you know, typically on a national level, you know, once school starts, once fall comes around, you have a, a pretty good lull there for a little while. Uh, so if we have that again, like we did last year, I mean, last year, we had a big drop in demand. Uh, right after the summer. And that was because interest rates were just starting to go up. We were in that five per six, five to six percent range. So if we're in that seven percent range again, as it starts to you know get into the fall, then who knows where, where we may end up. I mean, people, I think, are kind of getting a little bit more used to these interest rates. So they may just be, you know, saying, you know what, I'm just going to suck it up. I want to buy a house. I don't want to wait any longer. So I'm just going to get this home because I'm not going to rent for another year whenever I can just get in this home. I'm going to live in it for five to 10 years. It's going to be a great home for my family. I can afford it even with the higher interest rates. And in worst case or best case, I can refinance if I absolutely have to, but otherwise I can afford it. That's where I think a lot of people are going right now with things. Um, but let me know what you think. If you do agree or disagree with me, uh, let me know down in the comments. Let me know below so that I can kind of gauge the interest and the, the thoughts of the community out there as well. A um, couple other things that we want to get into as far as, you know, nationally is that, you know, a big surprise for a lot of people was that builders sales year over year are actually up 20% from this time last year. Um, existing home sales are down 20%. For me, I think that that is largely, in fact, due to the fact that, that a lot of builders, especially the ones that we're dealing with here in San Antonio, are giving crazy incentives out there. I mean, I, I still have builders out there that are advertising fixed rate 4.99%. They're buying down the rates that much, and that is not cheap for them to do to buy it down for 2%. So you, you've really got a lot of these builders throwing a lot of skin into the game to get these rates down. And if you can get the same house for a similar price, 
uh, and it's brand new and you get a you know five percent interest rate why wouldn't you go that route I mean if if you're looking at resales um, it's it's basically impossible to compete unless you're really cutting your prices which nobody's wanting to do because there's still demand out there for it but uh, the builders are just to have a have a leg up because of the the I guess uh, you know the very uh, the variation of benefits that they can provide whether it's closing costs they can give you appliances they can give you know upgrades if the house is still under construction I mean all these different things different allowances that they can give in addition to buying down the interest rates really makes them a very appealing option for a lot of people um, now looking at how that affects San Antonio. You know, I mentioned that uh, that is going to definitely um, affect, uh, you know, things overall. But, you know, looking at San Antonio, we have a lot of new construction here. I mean, our a large portion of our inventory is new construction. Uh, so all of those, you know, builder incentives are being offered here. I mean, the majority of my clients that have been purchasing home this year have been going to new construction. I mean, it's probably about 60% of my clients this year have gone the new construction route because of the interest rates that they're able to provide, um, and buying down the rates and then the different closing costs incentives. I mean, I had one client that, you know, got a 4.75% interest rate and they gave them $20,000 on top of that to cover closing costs. Um, and so they, they paid no closing costs. All they came to the table with was their down payment and they had a 4.75% interest rate, which is, you know, if you were to do that with an existing home sale, I mean, to get the buy rate down to 4.75%, you're, you're looking at probably 20,000 plus dollars at that. If I had to guess, so let's see here. Okay, so looking at numbers, um, yeah. So the looking at numbers for San Antonio, uh, we're looking at this past week of sales. So San Antonio showed uh, an average of three hundred ninety-two thousand for the average sales prices last week. Um, we had a total number of sales of four hundred thirty-eight homes sold and a median sales price of three hundred forty thousand. So the three hundred ninety-two thousand average sales price and the four hundred thirty-eight thousand or four hundred thirty-eight homes sold number is actually the lowest that it has been since beginning to middle of April. Now, if you look at that statistic, and you probably may think that there could be cause for concern there, that things are going to start to get a little bit worse as the summer goes on. But we got to remember that these sales that we're seeing this week are from a month to 45 days ago, right? So when you look at what was going on about a month ago, school was ending, graduations were coming in, I mean, you had very few people in that, you know, second, second, third, fourth week of May that were going out and, and home shopping because they were in the middle of a lot of family stuff going on. Um, military as well. I mean, San Antonio being a big, you know, military base, a, a military city USA, right? I mean, we got multiple military bases around here. Uh, PCS season starts at the beginning of the summer. So, you know, that time frame, I think, was just a time frame when not a lot of people were out looking. So it'll be interesting to see kind of where this carries over the next few weeks to see if that changes a lot. Now looking at the weekend sales totals, I mean, I don't put a huge amount of weight on it, but it's kind of nice to kind of just watch and see what the trends are week to week and just see where that's going. The biggest trends that I'm gonna look at are the month over month sales, um, not even the year over year. I mean, we're gonna start seeing uh, year over year numbers, especially the, the sales prices and especially the total number of sales be drastic decreases from this time last year. Just because we were at such a peak last year, uh, what we're gonna see are, are decreases year over year. But uh, like I've mentioned in a couple of the other videos, uh, from February of this year, essentially, we've been increasing every single month 
on prices here in San Antonio. So I expect that to continue. I don't expect that to slow down anytime soon. It'll be, you know, towards the, the second, you know, the third and fourth quarter towards the end of the year when I really think that we may start to see those kind of drop again month over month. But again, it's kind of all up in the air. We typically see a drop month over month towards the end of the year anyways, just because it's the holidays and not a lot of people are buying. But we're going to see a lot of stuff come into play there that I think is going to really tell us where our new normal is going to be at uh, moving forward. Now, looking at the uh, continuing to look at the San Antonio real estate market, um, you know, current homes on the market, right about 9,600. That doesn't include anything that's under contract. That's just active listings that you can go out and put a contract on right now that shows is available. So that's pretty consistent with where we've been at. We haven't gone up or down a whole lot. Um, we went down a little bit kind of around that same time, uh, you know, towards the beginning of May, end of April, actually. Uh, we Our inventory went down a little bit. Um, it wasn't anything that made me concerned at all. And then we started going back up like we typically would, but it kind of followed the trend of the, the national data. Um, so now again, uh, this is all, this is all going to be kind of, it's, it's a balancing act to look at all these different, uh, numbers that we're seeing this year, because this is a, this is going to be a new normal. I mean, the pandemic completely reset everything. It's completely different than what it was before, uh, two years ago before the pandemic or oh, oh my gosh, we're like three or four years ago, uh, before the pandemic, um, in going into the summer, we would probably see total on the market about, you know, 12 to 15,000 homes for sale. We're at 9,600. So, you know, we're not a huge amount out, but we're, you know, easily, you know, 25 to 30% below those numbers uh, at, at a minimum. Um, you know, and if it was the high end of that, you know, we're close to, you know, 50% below those numbers in, in, in anyways. But um, I think that this is just going to be a learning year for sure. I definitely don't expect there to be huge drastic changes unless something major happens again over the next few years. I think and hoping that if interest rates stay about where they're at or maybe even go down to kind of around that 6% number um, that we stay kind of consistent. I think if we go down below that 5% number, I do think, especially here in San Antonio, because we are still so affordable. I mean, uh, I just posted in uh, you know one of my last videos that the average, uh, or not the average, that the, the total number of homes for sale in San Antonio that are new construction under 300,000 is still over 650 homes total on the market that are available for contract. And that doesn't even count ones that aren't even listed yet. There's a lot of these builders that don't put all their inventory on the market that they have it sitting there until it gets to a later stage. So, you know, there's still a lot of homes out there that are extremely affordable. And if interest rates get down below that five and a half percent, I think we're going to see a big rush like we had the last couple of years, which I don't necessarily want to see because I don't want to see prices go up and skyrocket like they did before. It's just not healthy for anybody. Um, so now looking at, you know, real estate again, We'll talk about this uh, constantly for a while, but um, you know, <laughs> uh, my biggest thing for you guys is kind of helping you as much as I possibly can with your real estate, right? You hopefully you guys know by now that I'm a real estate agent in San Antonio. Um, I absolutely love helping you guys move here, and uh, just want to remind you guys that if you have any questions whatsoever about moving here or about real estate in San Antonio at all, uh, feel free to call, text, or email me anytime. My info is down in down below in the description, uh, so you can go get any of that. You can you know reach out to me at any point in time, like I said, and we can talk, uh, you know, just, it can be just questions that you have about property taxes it can be, you know, two, two, three years down the road, you have questions, or you're thinking about moving in that time frame. you were going to retire in that time frame, and you want to know about, 
know, something's going on in San Antonio and just kind of stay up, up to date about everything and we can start the conversations. You know, all of those things I'm game for. I've helped hundreds of people just like you move to San Antonio. So um, it is, uh, it is what, I, what is my passion. I've lived here my entire life and I absolutely love, you know, helping more people find their home in San Antonio. Um, so now let's get into some of the things that are going on in San Antonio this week. So I think the first thing we're going to talk about, yeah, so the first thing we're going to talk about this is July 4th week. So San Antonio is a very proud city as far as uh, celebrations. You know, the New Year's Eve, Christmas, you know, we got Fiesta, we got all the parades all the time on the Riverwalk. I mean, you have Christmas stuff going on everywhere. So July 4th is no exception. We have a ton of different places to go watch fireworks. Um, I actually am going to get ready to post um, as I'm recording this video. By the time this video is, is up, it will be... Uh, posted already, but go check out the Life in SATX, that's at Life in SATX Instagram page, and I will have a post there that shows 10 different places that you can go see the fireworks for July 4th, and also uh, different places you can see parades, different festivities going on. Um, it'll, it'll be really cool. So some of the some of the things that me and my family always do, we always love to go just watch fireworks somewhere. If we're not, you know, doing our own fireworks out at our property, um, we love to go do that just to see the big shows. My kids especially love it. I got a four year old and a two year old, so they just absolutely love that kind of stuff. Um, we love going to the little small town parades. I grew up in Seguin, you know, small town Seguin, uh, biggest was it the biggest small town parade, uh, July Fourth parade in Texas, they call it. Um, so we used to, you know, go to that every single year. And I think my wife actually is going to take the kids to do that. I, I'll be out doing other things, but uh, I think we are going to have the kids go see that parade too so that they get the full experience. But um, there's 10, you know, places on that list, but there's a ton of different places you can look at. The big ones for San Antonio, Woodlawn Lake uh, Park is where the, the city, you know, fireworks is going to be held. Uh, you also have, you know, SeaWorld and Six Flags that each have their own festivities, uh, you know, most of the other little small towns around here, Bernie, Schertz, New Braunfels, Castroville, Lavernia, Seguin, of course, they're all going to have something going on. So do some looking and get involved and go out there and enjoy the, the fireworks and the parades and everything for July 4th and celebrate our, you know, United States independence and, you know, patriot, most patriotic day of the year, right? So now, uh, next thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about was, and possibly one of the biggest events of the week was the NBA draft. So the San Antonio Spurs, San Antonio's most major professional sports team, really our only true professional sports team that's not like a minor league team, uh, is uh, we had the number one overall draft pick in the uh, draft last this past Thursday. Um, we had the number one draft, and we had a prospect coming through that is compared to LeBron James, which if you follow basketball, he's uh, you know been the best player in the league for a while now. Um, he's he's been called this this guy is named Victor Wimbanyama. He's been called the best prospect to come into the NBA since LeBron James. Uh, he's a seven foot five, nineteen year old that plays like a, you know a point guard where he can shoot three pointers, he can dunk. I mean, he can dang near touch the rim. He's got an eight foot. He can touch the rim basically standing flat footed. Um, he can. He's got an eight foot wingspan. Um, I mean, he. I saw a picture from the other day, and I, I'm a baseball player, so he was holding a baseball like this. And basically, if if you're listening to this on audio, a baseball looked like a golf ball in his hand. That's how big his hands are. Uh, but Spurs drafted him. Um, he has been a big. He's actually a, from France, so he's a French-born uh, player. Uh, he watched the Spurs growing up because of Tony Parker. He's always been a Spurs fan, and it's just been really cool to watch him kind of get and embrace the the San Antonio culture. He talked about eating breakfast tacos already. I mean, 
He did a, you know, he was down at the Riverwalk. I mean, it just seems like he's really embracing this city. And I'm, I'm really excited for this. I mean, because the last number one picks that the Spurs had were David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Both of those guys led the Spurs to championships at some point in their career, and both of them are now in the Hall of Fame. So he's got a lot of hype to lead up uh, to live up to, but I think he's got a bright future ahead of him, and I think the Spurs are going to be really good because of this man uh, down the road. So, you know, crossing our, crossing our fingers on that. Uh, now, uh, after that, you know, we've got a few other little things, too, before we get into the uh, property tax bill that, you know, San Antonio just passed, but... Santico's just acquired 17 different movie theaters all across the southern, southern United States. Uh, so that now makes them the eighth largest cinema chain in the entire country, which is pretty cool for a you know a local San Antonio business. Santico's is a, is a great place for those of you that aren't familiar with San Antonio. They, uh, they have you know, huge entertainment centers where you know it's like golfing, or not golfing, like I think they have public golf actually at the one over in Shirt Cibolo area. Um, but they have you know obviously the movie theaters, laser tag, uh, arcade games. I mean, they've got some pretty outstanding uh, things going on for it. Great place to take the kids, great place just to go and hang out. Uh, so it's pretty cool to see them expanding their footprint nationally. Uh, now to the big item. City of San Antonio just passed a $134 million property tax relief bill that will increase the city of San Antonio's homestead exemption uh, from 10% to 20% on their portion of the property tax bill. So what that means is, for those of you that aren't familiar, the uh, property taxes in Texas are terrible, for one. I, I really don't like the system. It, it needs a lot of reform, and there's some stuff in the state, state legislator that uh, is hopefully going to go through. But anyways, for San Antonio specifically, this is the section of the property taxes just for the city of San Antonio. So you have you know multiple different sections of your property taxes that kind of equate to the whole bill. So you have the school districts, you have your emergency service district, you have the county, you have in San Antonio, you have you know university health system, you have Alamo colleges, and then you have your city of San Antonio, uh, taxes. So if you're in the city of San Antonio, the city limits, this will increase your homestead exemption you get on your city of San Antonio taxes from 10% to 20%. And so what they're, you know, basically showing that that's going to save, you know, everyday homeowners, uh, just for example, on a $500,000 home, it's going to save about $273 total on your bill uh, for the year. Not a massive difference, but it's it's better than nothing. I mean, it's it will definitely help, especially in that lower price point. I mean, you think so? You cut that in half, two hundred fifty thousand dollar home. That's about one hundred thirty six dollars or so that it's going to save somebody over the you know the entire year. Which one hundred thirty six dollars is one hundred thirty six dollars. So I'm glad they're going in the right direction with making some moves on this stuff. Um, it's something that needs to be done, and uh, especially with the increases that we've had over the last few years in prices. Uh, it's increased property taxes just the same. So it's a it's a big topic right now, and a big thing that I'm you know really really passionate about. You know, wanting that to change quite a bit is the property taxes in Texas. I mean, I think there's a much better way to do it. I don't personally know the details on how we could do it any differently, but I know there's got to be a better way uh, than the current system shows. So uh, <clears throat> now another thing that I want to add moving forward to the end of these shows is some Q&A. So if you have any questions at all about San Antonio or about real estate or whatever, uh, send them into info at lifeinsanantoniotexas.com. And that'll be in the description below too if you just want to go copy and paste it. But info at lifeinsanantoniotexas.com. Be sure to send any questions you have to that. Um, and if this video, this podcast has helped you guys in any way, please subscribe. Um, let me know what you think in the comments. And as always, thanks for checking this out and I will see y'all in the next one. If you are thinking of moving to San Antonio, Texas, 
reach out to us. We would love to help you out. We've helped hundreds of people just like you move to San Antonio, Texas. I was born and raised here in this area, so I know it like the back of my hand. So whether you're moving here in two days, two years, call, text, email, uh, reach out to us on social, whatever works for you guys. We would love to help you make that move to San Antonio, Texas.